This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Yeah, so let's uh, let's talk about then. We've got, obviously, the players that are about to become free agents. There were seven of them. Technically eight, I believe, but Amari Rogers obviously left mid-season. Um, so that is old news at this point. Um, shout out to the Packers Wire for this really interesting article that kind of prompted some of this back half of the podcast discussion. But Zach Cruz looked at players that are most likely now to have contract restructures, to stay with the team, you know, and, and create some of that cap space now that Aaron Jones has reworked his deal. And Kenny Clark is on this list. Jair Alexander, which might surprise some people, even though he just signed his extension, and Preston Smith and David Bakhtiari. Um, Rasul Douglas also on here and Devondre Campbell. Different reasons for different players, but I definitely think that the Packers are going to have to get pretty creative with some of these restructures to get under the cap by the new league year. Yeah. I don't know necessarily how this works, but I would probably start with the guys who signed their extensions first. So I feel like first on the list would be Kenny because he signed it in the offseason of 2020, which at this point feels like a lifetime ago. But, you know, how long was his – what was it, a four-year, 70-something million-dollar deal? I think so. For Four years, years even mentioned, 28. Yeah, so they're actually now at – we're going into the 2023 season – so they're actually now at the point where they could not only restructure him, but maybe actually add years on, right? Because he's he's got only two more because, before he becomes a full free agent. So next offseason would be when he would garner an extension. And I'm going to go ahead and say they're going to keep Kenny Clark on the roster for as long as humanly possible. So this might actually be the perfect opportunity to kind of kill two birds with one stone. Um, they could give him you know, the signing bonus, like they just did with Aaron Jones, give him some extra money up front, take some money off the cap, knowing that they're going to keep him longer than his deal anyway. Um, Maybe add a year or two, push that stuff off for however long that they need to. And it actually, I don't, I would have to look at the numbers. I'm obviously not a numbers person, but I think it would actually make sense for them to do all of that now and not like push things into the future, but just say, hey, we know we're going to want you on this team for X number of years. Let's just do this now and make everybody happy. Yeah, and I mean, I think, you know, Zach did a really nice job of highlighting players that I don't think any of the players that were listed are like cap casualties. You know, you could maybe make a case for David Bakhtiari, but regardless of who your quarterback is, he's a Green Bay Packer, he signed his extension, and you're going to need a franchise left tackle to protect whoever is under center. So I think a lot of these players are pretty safe as far as, you know, their status on the team in 2023 and beyond. Um, Mm -hmm. Preston Smith, maybe, you know, you could be some type of question mark, but with Rashawn not healthy, he is the guy in the edge room, regardless of who they draft, regardless of who they bring in and free agency. So lots of uh, moving pieces as far as cap numbers are concerned with a lot of, a lot of this team. Is there one guy in particular that you think makes the most sense to do something now? Like the case I just made for Kenny, is there someone else that you would say, you know what, let's just do this now. It's going to help us now. It's going to help you. Everybody wins. Everybody's happy. I agree with you on Kenny. And I think a large part of that too is because we talked about, you've got Jaron Reed, you've got Dean Lowry as guys who have hit the open market now as free agents or will become free agents when the new league year begins. So He's a hot commodity and he knows that his position, you know, he's got 
a lot in his corner right now as being the guy on the defensive line without Kenny. You know, <laughs> I don't even want to think about what this defensive line would look like. So yeah. locking him up. And I like, you know, what you said about an extension too. He, he doesn't turn 28 until October. So if you add, you know, a four year contract or restructure him and add on a couple of years, you're still talking about a 32 year old by the time the end of this, this contract rolls around. So I think that definitely is a move that we'll see in the near future before the new league year begins. Cause all these moves have to be made, right? They don't have the choice. They have to get under the salary cap by March 15th. Yeah. Can't believe how long he's been in the league. It kind of blows my mind sometimes. Um, and he still looks great. He doesn't even look like a guy who's nearing 30 as long as he stays healthy. And I think part of that comes with drafting a guy like Wyatt to maybe hopefully take the load off for him. Um, totally different topic for another day. What about David Bakhtiari? Because this has been a conversation, I think, ever since, you know, injury aside, he's now linked to Rogers. Um, they are best friends off the field, you know, their little crew with Cobb. And so plus add in the injury there and it's like, it's fair to question whether Bach stays if Rogers goes. I'm in the camp that Bakhtiari is fully capable of making his own decisions and will probably stay a Green Bay Packer. Regardless. Because, yeah, and they did just extend him. And quite frankly, he would be a gamble for another team if he were to get released, et cetera, whatever. Like his best bet is to come back, have another full season, fully healthy, prove it. And then he, we can have the conversation of whether he's worth keeping or if they want to let him go after this coming season. So like this coming season, he is due in March a $9.5 million roster bonus. He's going to be 32 this season and his base salary is 6.7. In 2024, that jumps up to his base salary being $20.2 million. So if they're going to do anything right now, is this is the time. Yeah. And I think he, again, I don't know him personally, but after the last couple of years of his career, I feel like the Packers have the leverage in this to say, look, we want you back. We're happy you're healthy, but we need to do X, Y, Z with your contract in order to make this work for everybody. Yeah. And I mean, I think there's something to be said and I'm not saying that like, you know, there's some hidden language here that Aaron Rodgers is like dropping hints, but I thought it was interesting that he mentioned David Bakhtiari is on the Pat McAfee show, like early in the off season as one of the guys that he'd want to come back when he was listing, you know, all the players that he'd want to play with, with because David Bakhtiari was already on the roster. Right. So to, right. to include him in there, felt really subtle or subliminal as far and as he's like, not a free agent right the rest of right. these guys are free agents yeah so i mean i think it it is you know maybe a discussion that the front office is having and of course there's things that come up in life that you can't plan for he didn't expect to have an appendectomy after you know having knee surgery so you know these things happen you know <laughs> even to nfl players they're just like us but <laughs> oh my. i know but i i do think that there's something to be said about you know, if Aaron Rodgers is under center, David Bakhtiari, I would say, was back like 1,000%. If it's Jordan Love, I could see that being a separate conversation, although I don't necessarily think that's completely fair to a new quarterback to not have a franchise left tackle there for them on that offensive line. Yeah, they are going to have to do something, though. I mean, I'm looking at his current contract in the 2023 season. His cap hit is 28.8 mil. It's over 12% of the entire cap. It's a lot. But they're not going to cut him. 
right? They're not going to cut him because that's like 23 million in dead money. And you're only really saving almost six. It just doesn't make sense. It makes sense to restructure him. I mean, I guess they could cut him post June one, but even still like from a roster building perspective, that just doesn't even, that just doesn't even feel like the right decision. So I think you move some money around and then you figure out what to do with David next year. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's like a changing of the guard and we talk about it sometimes where the way that the Packers are kind of keeping this prolonged window open is just, you know, putting them in a tough situation for later down the line, instead of making some of these tough decisions a couple of years ago, and maybe those decisions cost less and they were easier. You're kind of in this purgatory of, players and not living up to their contracts and you know not knowing what the value would be for like a trade market or where they could go elsewhere so really curious to see what moves the Packers end up making before the new league year begins in March and free agency starts because like we said a lot of these Packers will become free agents obviously they can re-sign with the Packers they are still technically free agents so I don't know any final thoughts going into into next week no, I think um, obviously there's still many more big decisions to be made by this team. Um, my only thought was how glad I was that Aaron Jones went first. I think it it, it makes sense all around. Not even from you know, like take the person out of the equation. Like it just made sense for them to to rework that. But all in all, I just think the attention on him as being like this the first you know restructured. We're going to solidify this for you. Um, I found it very respectful for a guy who kind of deserves that from this franchise. So glad to have Aaron Jones back and all the question marks and all the bleakness of this season and off season. He is a bright spot. Yeah. And I mean, I think one of the things that you think about too is completely taking away whoever is under center. You're going into a season having Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, Christian Watson and Elton Jenkins you know, as, as key pieces of your offense. And I think that that's, that's a a good place to be a comfortable place to be for just about any quarterback, regardless of, you know, who that would be. So that is all the time that we have for today's show. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at PWSS podcast, and you can find us anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can find Perry on Twitter at Perry underscore Goldstein. You can find me on Twitter at Maggie J. Loney. Thank you as always for listening to the show for downloading, for subscribing, for interacting with us on social media. Everything we do is because we love to talk about football and talk about the Packers specifically. So thanks again. We'll be here next week. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 